Hey everyone, welcome to our first ever episode of the Left Hook Podcast. Um, I'm here with special guest Wyatt, good friend of mine. How's it going, Wyatt? It's going pretty good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, I just want to say uh, really appreciate your time coming on to this pod today. Uh, I'm going to talk about um, your MMA career so far. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So uh, I guess I'm going to start this off with uh, what is your earliest, earliest, earliest memory of just fighting in general? It could be an event that you watched or it could be a time you competed. What's the earliest memory you had of fighting? So my my earliest memory, um, I believe, is at my uh, uncle's house. Um, I believe I was probably like six, maybe seven. Um, might have been even a little younger than that, honestly, maybe five or four, because I was pr- I was pretty young. Really, eh? Oh yeah, uh, I was uh, Chuck Liddell's last fight. I believe he was against uh, I want to say Rich Franklin. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it was an old UFC. Um, but I remember Chuck Liddell. I, I liked. The problem is that I know that I already liked Chuck Liddell. Yep. But I've never, I don't think I, that was like the first like live event I ever watched, right? And uh, he lost that one. Oh, right? he got knocked out. Cold, yeah, yeah. So it was I mean, he was he was, yeah. he was towards in his career, right? So. Yeah, it was sad though. I remember I remember being I don't I don't remember crying or anything, but I remember being kind of upset. But um, I remember before that uh, actually, uh, my uncle would show me the Rocky movies when I was uh, again around that age, maybe five six. Yeah. So I watched all great the Rocky movies. The yeah. Great film. It is a good film. It's a great, great film. film. It's a great I, film. To be honest, I haven't watched it since I was probably that little. But, really? But Man, I watched you... it so many times when I was that young that yeah. like it's just it's instilled in my brain still. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch those yeah. again, man. What a like especially um I feel like especially for people that are wanna be fighters or like just training in general, those those Rocky films, man. Yeah. So awesome, bro. Yeah. Like they're so good. They're so like motivating. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So good. My favorite one was Rocky Four. The really? one with Drago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. honestly I can't remember all the opponents in them. Uh but uh I remember like the, the scene where he does his like his workout right he starts to run up the stairs oh and stuff man like that. The I, remember, train, the I, remember, I remember i would run up up and down my uncle's stairs um and stuff like that and just like get into the full like mood of like like uh working out and yeah. stuff like that those training montages were like yeah man really good but yeah um so that was your earliest memory of like fighting that you watched now i want to ask you your earliest memory of i guess just actually training the art of uh, mixed martial arts yeah i started pretty young um i started uh there's a i i currently go to like auto academy martial arts um so but i when i was really little like really little like before i can even like remember really that much all that much my dad uh, trained at the same place and uh he put me in the kids program which was called tiny tigers at the time so uh, i believe it's still called tiny tigers um so i did that and it was uh, i did brazilian jiu-jitsu um, I only did that for maybe a year or so like that. How uh, old did you say you were again? Like five. Five? Oh, you, see, that, so you, six, you, see, you started training at five years old pretty much. Yeah. And then I oh. took a pretty long hiatus because I, I, I played hockey and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like a classic Canadian, eh? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, but again, I've, I've recently come back and I'm, I've been taking this, the sport a lot more serious and being a lot consistent with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like every single time I talk to you, this is like this is the subject that always pops up, right? It's just yeah. MMA, right? Because exactly, yeah. you're taking it, you're taking it really serious now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a similar story as well. You know, like obviously I played soccer for most of my life, and I didn't really care about the MMA. And then now, like, it's got kind of a uh, big part of my life now. MMA, yeah. just like watching and like seeing, like see, talking to you fighters, you know, and yeah. seeing like. Like, what's up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are your goals with 
with fighting? Do you want to hopefully compete? Do you want to, you know, like what? What are your goals? Oh well, my my biggest goal obviously to be world champion, obviously, you know, yeah. be like top of the world. Um, but I've kind of like segmented myself into like, you know, goals. Like you know what I mean? Like the so, journey. The journey will be. I have goals along the journey, right? That I want to reach before I, I focus on the next goal. So you're kind of like you're visualizing like right now what's gonna what's it gonna be? Yeah, that's basically like. 90% of the time what's going on in my head is this visualization. It's like yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's such man. it's such the like probably the biggest thing in the sport because yeah. once you're at that top level, like most people have similar skill unless you're like a generational talent, you know, like John Jones or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um like a lot of the guys actually have similar skill. It's all about mindset. Like you can see someone like, you know, guy that you like so much, Charles Oliveira. Yeah. You know, he was what he had like how many losses in a row? He was kinda like, like a mid ranked guy, barely ranked, you know what yeah. I mean? And all of a sudden He's changed his mindset, and now he's, you know, fighting for the world world title. And what? He was the world champion. Now he's fighting for yeah. it again in, what, a couple of weeks. So, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it is all about mindset at the end of the day. You know, everyone everyone has the skill. Like you said, it's just if they can visualize, if they, like what Conor McGregor said, if you could see it and you know you could do it and yeah. you believe it, yeah, you can exactly. make it happen, you know? Exactly, you yeah. can make it happen for sure. Yeah. So talk to me more about these segments, you know, is do you want to first do a couple competitions in jujitsu? Do you want to do a couple competitions in Muay Thai, you're striking? Do you want to improve more before you compete your first time? How many times are you going to compete? You know, like when you visualize your career and uh, what's going to happen, like what's kind of the blueprint to success, basically? Yeah, I don't have a, like a strict blueprint, obviously, um, but I do like to keep to like a general guideline. So... Right now, I'm focusing on just compete competitions and competing, uh, like just competing as much as possible. Um, you know, gaining knowledge as much as possible. So you you have competed already, uh, or no. just like no, no? I, ha I haven't. But I uh, I again, like I'm I'm very I'm very close. I'm at that like peak of competing. Like obviously, I've competed within my own gym and stuff like that. Yeah. But again, that's that's light work kind of stuff. So, um, when yeah. when when do you hope to uh? Like actually, like have a as soon as possible. Really, really. The, the next um, next event that's in Ottawa, whatever it is, Muay Thai or BJJ, um, I will be I will be working my hardest to. Is to it possible? That. Is it possible to get one in this year? It it'll be hard to say. Uh, I'm I'm not sure about that 100. Um, I believe I can in November. I will be competing in November, but that would be again like a competition within my own gym, rather than. Um, like a competition with people outside of my gym. So oh, looking, sure, well, sorry, they, it's it's not necessarily inside my gym. It's within my own affiliation. So like my team's affiliation. So we have Canada locations and uh, Rockland locations and stuff like that. Oh, so so, so it'll be competing against the your gym, but a, a gym in another location. Yeah, that's the ideal. Okay. That's that's what they want. But if you can't find someone from a different uh, location of the same affiliation, then you will be fighting like someone from your own like location. But it'll just be like a. Like a hard spar, right? Yeah, it'd be, yeah, exactly. Like a hard spar. Like we're not in, there to injure each other, but we're there to definitely like show that we're ready to compete, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you're looking at maybe uh, early next year, maybe this year. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to like a full, like real competition where I'm like you know traveling, not necessarily traveling, because I'd like to keep it in Ottawa. Um, would probably be the spring. Would be like the time either that's Muay Thai or BGJ. I'm, I'll be ready for both. What about uh just MMA? Like in general, the whole I thing. I probably wouldn't start that till, till I want to be a purple belt before I, before I do that. So that's kind of, that's years away. So like 24, 25, just because grappling is, I want to be a very good grappler. And I believe that like, 
starting right now, it's just going to do more damage than good. You know, and MMA is kind of a very important thing when it comes to your record. BJJ and Muay Thai is kind of less important. Um, BJJ less important than, than Muay Thai uh, because BJJ the only way to like go up and rank and stuff like that and like is is lose and you're as a white belt you're gonna lose a lot and as, oh, a, as a blue belt as a you know what I mean so like the that's why they don't keep record in, in BJJ you know what I mean yeah yeah I agree yeah yeah as a person that does jujitsu you lose a lot when you first when you first uh, when you first start but you know what I mean it's uh it's uh I think Joe Rogan said this one time he said in jujitsu it's like when you start off, you're going to be the nail, you know, but slowly after you lose a little bit and you start learning and you start training, you slowly start to become the hammer eventually. Exactly. Eventually. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, my, my head coach is, his nickname's Hammer, so. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's. Yeah. yeah exactly. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I want to ask you, um, do you think of this as a future career? Like, is this, can you support yourself being a fighter? It's. It's hard right now, obviously, but uh, in the future, like, it's going to be a hard grind. It's going to be a very hard grind, and I and I don't think I'll see the, you know, the results of my like the labor that I put in and until I'm you know, late twenties, early thirties. So it's going to be a struggle until then. Like right now, it's even like with with trying to balance like, you know, relationships, um, work and training. Like right now, I I train full-time hours really it's a full-time job training and then i yeah. go i'm trying to you know work part-time to you know pay for bills and stuff like that and i you know i have relationships that i need to keep up with you know with family and friends and it's it's hard to do all of them it's it's i'm a, I'm, a, I'm there's i value days where i don't have anything to do so much because it, it's like it's like a brush of fresh air uh, like when i get that but also like by the end of the by the end of that day it's like i kind of like feel a little depressed because it's like I didn't do anything because I'm so used to either training, working, or like hanging out with friends. And when I don't do that, it's like it's 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 kind of depressing, but at the same time it lets my mind relax a bit. So would um would this being a career choice, would that be a uh something that you would want? Like is that like if if you wanted like a dream job, would that be your dream job? One billion percent. Um I think even if I won the lottery tomorrow, I'd still probably pursue martial arts. Really? Um, because it's just, it's such a passion and it's such like... It's engraved in you. It, it's, 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 it's a liberating thing to experience. Like, um, it's almost like it's, it's, it's primal in nature if you really think about it. You know what I mean? Like, if we go back to like when we like were like uncivilized, let's say, you know, like when we were cavemen and stuff like that, um, you know, like a lot of times we would we would wrestle each other and like fight each other and stuff like that just to like test our strength. Like yeah. wrestling, for example, like the sport of wrestling goes back, you know, yeah, AD, like AD, BC, you know what I mean? Like it, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's like really, really old. The Roman and, and Empire. And a couple era. of religion books, they say like, you know, they used to wrestle as like entertainment. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the art of combat. It's a very, it's very primal. It's very like, you know, tribalistic. And, and it, it does, like when you're done, when you're done training, it, it it makes you feel good, you know. Um, especially those first, those first like month of training, whew, like you feel like crap, but at the same time, like you just the euphoria, you, you, it's euphoric, like just the feeling of like finishing a hard training and you know 
Um, obviously, it's not, it's, it's not a sport for everyone, though. Not a, lot, not a lot of people are okay with getting hit, you know, yeah, which is exactly. fair. Exactly. It's not it's not fun, you know, and there's there's definitely some long-lasting effects that could happen from that. Um, but uh, if you go into it smart and go into it, like, with a serious mindset and stuff like that, it's it's uh, it's an amazing thing to really experience. Yeah, that's... Uh, you actually uh, bring me into another point that I was going to make. So for people that want... Or just you in general... You mm-hmm. want, if you, this is a, a 1 billion percent, you want to pursue this. Even if you win the lottery, you're going to pursue this. I just want to ask you, why do you want to choose the life of a fighter? And then this is just like, no, like, not like disrespect for anything. It's just like, I ask all, oh, like every fighter this, you know, mm-hmm. just to like, just, I just want to hear what their mindset is. Cause every fighter has a different story. Right. So I just want to ask you, you, why do you want to choose the life of a fighter? And taking unnecessary damage, having all these long-term, short-term effects, concussions, injuries, all that stuff, rather than just, you know, getting a normal job, getting a normal salary. Why do you choose the life of a, of a fighter? Um, I think it's almost like, I feel like I have to. Um, not necessarily because I don't think I have any other, you know, line of work that I can do. Like the line of work I'm currently in, you know, like it's, I can, I can live off of it. Um, if I took it full time, that is, but, um. It's it's almost like I'm proving it to myself in a way, um, because I feel like growing up, I was kind of you know like a wimp, growing up and um, like even in middle school and stuff like that. Like I was made fun of a lot and like uh, I never really, I was I stand up for myself, but it was more just like I would let people like walk over me and even like really into high school like um, I let people walk over me and it it feels. Like something I almost have to do for my for myself and to prove to myself that like I can do this and uh, so far I can you know what I mean and I don't have any regrets or any like post facts I mean obviously injuries and you know infections like that runs rampant in our sport unfortunately so there is a lot of like those times that that come around and that sucks but um yeah like it, it's just it, it feels like something that that I need to do for myself and um there's nothing there's nothing greater like there's sometimes when I when I envision being on top of the world, you know, like winning a world championship, like, you know, it almost brings a tear to my eye sometimes because it's just, it's something that can be like so powerful. And I don't know, it's just something that I feel like I, like I'm supposed to do in life. You know, I feel like it's a, like a calling for me. Um, and I envision it so much. It's, it's ridiculous. Like I'll wake up from the dead of dead sleep, go up to go to the washroom. And in my head, I'm, I'm envisioning knocking someone out with a head kick. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, 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 it's kind of absurd sometimes. I'm like, what am I doing? But like, it's uh, it's it's something that I feel like I need to do and um, for myself and obviously it would help my family a lot, like financially and stuff like that. But yeah, like I just it's something that I I want to do so bad. Okay, well, um, I really appreciate you coming by today. Uh, this is all we have time for, unfortunately. I'd love to talk to you more. I feel like this is a great conversation, but gonna have to end it now. Sorry about that, there, Wyatt. Oh, that's all good. But uh, I appreciate everyone tuning in. Um, if you want to see, uh, if you want to see more episodes, hopefully we're gonna be start posting one time a week. Uh, you can check out YouTube, check out the website, Left Hook Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you in the next one.